You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop podcast live from Seattle, Washington, I'm Shelby Shear, your host, here with... Am I, am I not a host? Jason Shear. There we go. I mean, are you or co-host? I don't know. I'm tired. On, on Twitter, I say I'm the host, and I believe on Twitter it says you're the co-host on your Twitter profile. Just saying. That's the way it goes. Okay, I didn't make the rules. Okay, wow. Um, we are recording this podcast from our beautiful Airbnb in Seattle, Washington, uh, for our long-awaited family vacation, well, however... We should just start with how much of a small world it is. However, we have to do a shout-out because we had literally landed today and we immediately went to the Fremont Sunday Market and we had barely been in the market for maybe five minutes when, when we uh, encountered a, a very nice Arizona Wildcat fan and who is also a fan of Jason yes. and, and the podcast, apparently. Salty Dalty. 55. We'll just keep it there. We won't, we won't go real, real names. But he, he was he was very nice and mostly shocked to see Jason in person in his uh, in his backyard, apparently. But he was thrilled and sounds like he's been a fan. We appreciate you. The last time we were in Seattle, we had a similar encounter at the locks. So I'm wondering how many more of these are going to happen. But now that we've announced it, everyone's going to be looking out for Jason. So... Um, we had a really good dinner. We had a great dinner. Thank you to the locals who recommended us. We went to Bait. It's a store called Bait. And then the guy told me not to go to Did Taifang. He told me to go to a place called The Dozo. And uh, it was awesome. And I bought a nice pair of shoes. You bought a nice pair of shoes. And then we went to The Dozo for dinner. And it was comparable, if not better, in many ways to Din Taifang, which is like one of our favorite places. So... We love Seattle. We're going to get up to a whole bunch of other adventures, but we're actually not here to talk about Seattle. We're here to talk about Arizona, in particular, Arizona basketball. Yeah, the uh, the new rankings came out last week. We were going to do a podcast on it. Uh, Several times this week. Yeah, but our AC was out, and it was miserable, and then it was just miserable. And it's, so not we were... to be, it's not fun to be... At our house um, until tomorrow, we're getting a new AC. But shout out to our our house sitters and our dog sitters, who are uh, taking care of our doggies and in front of a whole bunch of fans and portable AC units. Um, Jamari Phillips is ranked as the 17th best player in the country. Do you agree with that ranking? Yeah, I think it's about right. Um, you know, I think the the aspect of that that is frustrating for Arizona fans is. The fact that Jamari is literally the first 
four star. Literally. So that means that like had he been ranked one spot higher, he would have been a five star. Now, um, the issue is that this class overall isn't great. I know that Wildcat Authority message boards were pretty good at figuring out that um, there weren't as many five stars as usual, and, and rightfully so. It's not a great class at the top. Uh, you know, when when he, Jamari, performed at EYBL Phoenix, I was there, um, Bossy was there, and another one from 24-7 was there, and Jamari was just a uh, a monster. I mean, in, in, you know, a lot of times people think there's bias and rankings and all that, but, you know, a lot of times it's as simple as how do you play in front of a coach? How do you play in front of a scout if you play really well in a gym and that no one sees you but then the next game you go one of ten and you're playing in front of me for instance and i see you play like crap i'm obviously going to pay more attention to that game that you played like crap as opposed to the game in the empty gym where i didn't see you and you dropped 25 that's just how it is you go by games usually that you see in person and after phoenix it was a matter of okay we know he's going to move up. It's just a matter of how much. And it's not going to be one or two spots. And secretly, or not secretly, quietly, there's been a little bit of a push from people close to him to, to make him a McDonald's All-American and to really get him the respect that he deserves as a player. And I think that him moving up in the rankings is absolutely justified. And I think you're going to hear of him more. Um, he'll be at the Section 7 event. Scouts will be there again. Guys, you know, on three, 24-7. I don't know if actually on three sends anyone. But, you know, it's whatever. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. And he's going to have another opportunity to play well in front of scouts and coaches and all that. And if he plays well, he'll he'll keep up the right uh, trajectory. Great. All right. Well, I know it's early, but what type of contributor do you think he has the potential to be? Yeah, it's obviously really like I've seen guys that they look really good and then they stop getting better. And those are the ones you have to worry about. I mean, there's guys where they get big growth spurts and they change positions and they become awesome where they weren't really that good as like a sophomore or a junior. And then as a senior, they're awesome. Right. Um, I've seen guys that go in the opposite direction where they're really good as a sophomore or junior, but they stop growing. They stop developing as a player. And you're like, oh. You know, what's all the hype about? Um, I think Jamari Phillips is clearly headed in the right direction. The thing that I think makes him unique compared to a lot of high school players is his ability to create his own shot. Um, There's guys that in college that can't create their own shot like Jamari. That was the thing that really stood out when I watched him in Phoenix is that he was taking guys off the dribble. He was hitting step back jumpers with jab steps and all that. Um, you know, he was creating separation with crossovers. These are things that college players can't do. Um, you know, he's not going to get any bigger. I, I do think his athleticism has improved, which isn't something that's as common as you think. I do think he has the ability to play multiple positions. He's a guy where I think as a freshman, he's going to come in and play. Now, you look at Arizona's roster, and it's hard to say he's going to start because we don't know what's going to happen with Basel, Bradley, and Caleb Love. Right, If those three guys are on the roster, which I would highly doubt, but if they're on the roster, Jamari Phillips isn't coming and starting. If they're not on the roster, 
Um, the way that the roster is right now, I think Jamari has a very good chance to take whatever spot is open. Like if, if Kylan Boswell goes pro, maybe you move Jaden Bradley over to the one and you put in Jamari. If Caleb Love goes pro after the season, which I think most people expect, maybe you put Jamari in there. If you lose two of those three, you know, it's Jamari steps right in. So I think he has the potential to be a very good player. Um, I, I, I do see him as... Uh, an early contributor. I just think he's built that way, and his game is advanced for a player his age. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is it possible that he can move up in the rankings? Anything is possible. Anything is happening. Wait, no. Anything can happen. Oh, no. What was that? I don't know. My brain exploded. You combined like 40 songs. I did. Uh, but we had a, a 8 a.m. flight in Phoenix. We did. We got up at 3.45. And so we are, uh, and we went all day, you know, thug life. That's what we do. I took a nap because I'm a grown man. No <laughs> yeah, one else did. The only one who took a nap. Uh, was Jason. No today. one tells me what to do. Well, the girls passed out briefly in the back seat on the way to dinner. I say, I am taking a nap, and that's that. Goodbye. And I closed the door and I napped. Uh, is it possible you can move up in the ranking? Sure. I mean, it'll take more improvement for him to become a five star, but when you look at the rankings overall, and, I, and I'm just going off guys that I've seen, right? And I'm going to pull it up for you, Shelby, because I know you're very excited. But when I pull up the 24-7 player rankings, right, and I look at the guys that are ahead of him, right, so he's 17th, uh, it, it's going to be tough from a guard perspective. I mean, Asa Newell is a five-star power forward, rightfully so. Jason Asamoda is a Baylor commit, rightfully so. Boogie Fland, I mean, these guys are, you know, are, are solid. Like, there's, there's it's, it's very, like I said, it's top-heavy. Like, once you kind of get past Jamari almost, like, I like Jaleel Bethea a lot, but then it kind of stops. Like, there's dudes that below that, it's like, really? Like, he's a, you know, he's not going to be a a five-star. And there are some guys in the 24-7 rankings that dropped quite a bit. There's other guys that rose quite a bit, but there's a, a few players that really took, like, dives. Like, you're like, oh, crap, like, this guy isn't as highly rated as he once was. But, I mean, it's going to have to take a guy to fall in the rankings. Um, is it possible? Sure. But Jamari has to continue to play well in order to become a five-star. All righty. Um, well, Carter Bryant fell a bit to 11 in the latest rankings. What do you attribute that to? So it goes back to what I said with Jamari and R Rising, right? He, he, he 
moved up in the rankings because he played well. Carter Bryant did not play well in EYBL Phoenix. There's just no way, um, other way to put it. And the thing is, when you look at Carter Bryant, he's just oozing with potential. But you have to be able to weigh potential with production. There has to be some sort of production there. And he wasn't aggressive enough. I don't know what it was. Um, you know, he just he wasn't aggressive in EYBL. He wasn't scoring like I've seen him. I mean, we saw him at Section 7 a year ago, and he was awesome. I mean, he was scoring at will. Um, you know, he's going to be at Section 7, I believe, with his new high school, actually, um, Corona Centennial. So that would be really interesting because that's a much higher level. It's a different kind of environment, different teammates for him than Sage Hill was, um, where it's, you know, he was coached by his dad at Sage Hill. That won't be the case. And it'll be surrounded by a lot better talent going against a lot better talent as well. Um, but you have to be able to weigh production versus potential. And when you look at him, you go, okay, this kid, I can see it. Like his size, his speed, his athleticism for his size, but it wasn't working that weekend. And it really hasn't been working for a large chunk of EYBL. He's been inconsistent. He's had games where he struggled to foul trouble. I knew he would fall. To be honest, I thought he might fall a little bit more because he just wasn't very good that weekend. But I think 11 is fair. I mean, he's still a five-star player. It's hard to complain. And, and I think that, to be honest, fourth in the country was probably a little bit too high uh, to begin with. Yeah, we like underdogs at Arizona. We don't want to yes. go. We underdogs, don't want to... top 10. There we go. The top 10 underdogs, Shelby likes. Yeah, you know. Um, well, you've said it before. It may take some patience with Bryant. Why is that? Bryant's production reminds me, or like his future reminds me a little bit of Dalen Terry, where he's got all the tools. Like you look at Dalen and you're like, okay. And, and look, I, I think that Carter's a better offensive player than, than Dalen probably was in college. But you look at Carter, you're like, man, he has all the tools. But it's not there just yet, right? And I think if Carter stays in college, like he's not a one and done to me, unless something changes dramatically and that's not an insult he's just not a one and done but i, I think like two three years in college he, he can be like awesome like pac-12 one of the best players in the conference nba player for sure i just think there's a little bit more development um i think people would be and, and i love carter great kid great family great player but i think people would be doing him a little bit of a disservice to expect him to come in and average 10 and 8 right away as a true freshman he's just not that type of dude um, he can come in, he can contribute, he'll defend, and he'll play, but he's not going to be some immediate impact, like holy crap type of freshman. That's not really his game. He has to get more aggressive. He has to get a little bit stronger. But like sophomore year, I think he's going to be really good. I just think as a freshman, there might be a little bit of growing pains there. And isn't there always... Usually, I mean, when I was a freshman, I almost failed out of school. <laughs> do and not do what Jason My dad did. called me and said, this is true. My dad called me and said, I'm going to put you at uh, Pierce College. And I said, I'm sorry, Father. And then I got a 4.0 for the next three years. And you got your that journalism degree and look at where you are now. Sorry to anyone who went to Pierce. <laughs> Actually, Charles Yates went to Pierce. Well, there you go. You and, could have been a distinguished alumni. Yeah. But instead... You went to UVA the whole time, all four years. I, did I to Charles? Yeah, Charles Yates went to Pierce College. Great. The go. more you know. Thank you, Jason Shear. No, thank you. Anywho, that concludes this podcast. We will have we're some more have coming more. up. We, we did were, take last week off. Sorry, it was hot in our house. We're going to do another one in Seattle. I. It's funny. I We took off early in the morning. 
and we landed and I turned on my phone and I got a text about not one, not two, not three, but more than three football. Cinco, <laughs> I believe, is the number. Uh, there, I wasn't going to say that, but thank you, Shelby. You're but, welcome. Uh, multiple football commits that may or may not announce this Cinco. week. So now I'm on call. I'm pretty right. I got Biggins <laughs> and Huffman on it, but it never fit. Like, I'm sure that, like, by the time you're listening to this, Arizona announced its move to the Big 12 and other Ooh. crap. No, but I'm just saying it's, I'm it's out of town, happen. so everything is going to happen. As I was trying to sing earlier, is it? I think it's anything can happen. My brain just like thought of three songs all at once earlier, but it is that one. Thank you, Shelby. You're welcome. Um, and also, we're going to the UW campus because my daughter, who's entering high school, wants to see it. And I oh, said okay. that I would be uh, wearing Arizona gear, and they both completely <laughs> flipped freaked out. out. I was like, look, if I'm going to another Pac-12 school, I'm wearing an Arizona shirt. I got my Arizona sneaks on. Like I'm bearing down. And now they're furious at me. So it's great. Whatever, I'll pick fights. It's easy to make teenagers upset at you. Whatever, a wildcat will kill a husky in a fight. Boom, done. Anyway, bear down. I'm going to go sleep now. Bear down. Look, I love this state. I think it's gorgeous. This sun out at 915 thing is asinine. I know. It's uh, already 1019 and the sun just went down. Not so. happy. How am I supposed to? I don't sleep to There's begin with. There's coffee everywhere here and the sun doesn't ever go down. It's It's... Like a dreamy nightmare of coffee fun. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts.